right, guys, we all are, are familiar with the idea of the uh, second banana, the sidekick, yeah. the number two man. Also ran. <laughs> I want you to think of one of those type of characters that is better than the main character they are a sidekick to. Well, this one's super easy for yeah, me. Yeah. Insanely easy. I mean, we've all seen one, like, within a week, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that one doesn't count. Because yeah. That's, I mean, what <laughs> We're would be the, be what would be the point of that? <laughs> so, um, obviously, Kato... From Green Hornet. Fuck. Um, Kato is way better than Green Hornet. I was gonna be better. Oh, how does it fucking feel, Cheats? It's Bruce Lee. (laughs) What's crazy is that I knew Cheats was gonna do that one, and that's why I did it first. It's okay. So now he's gonna fumble around on his phone like an asshole. I got backups. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's plenty of examples. Uh, That one is a classic one, of course. But I'll, I'll bring up one that... I guarantee you none of you even considered. Well, and that <laughs> should is... we all pick first? Yeah, we should. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. So mine is extremely glaring because of how popular this series is. But I'm going to have to go with Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter series. That are way fucking better than Harry Potter. And if it wasn't for them, he would be annihilated within the first book. That's because his main superpower is the ability to accrue excellent friends. Because <laughs> he's so poor. Well, Ron Weasley's poorer. It's true. Way poorer. Once he becomes a wizard, Ron Weasley was born in the poorness. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they both kind of were. Yeah. Eh, it doesn't matter. The and point actually, is, Harry Potter was born with riches. Like, his parents were fucking rich. Yeah, but he just immediately, they died, so... Yeah, I mean, and, but even the family that he stayed with, yeah, I mean, he lived under a fucking, like, in a cupboard, basically. Well, that's because they were assholes. And two big clothing that fucking Dudley passed down to him. But, so, um, I don't know if I would say that Ron is is necessarily better than than Harry... But Hermione, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's no question. She's like a superhero. I mean, Ron, he doesn't get through book two without Ron. No. For sure. Well, no. Like, there's tons of times whenever Ron's bailed him out of a jam, but Ron is also kind of a bumbling character himself. I've seen a couple of those movies, and uh, Ron is the one you would want to hang out with. Oh, To me, that moves him up. That's a big... That's a big bonus. <laughs> you make an excellent point. I was just thinking about wizard battling, but you're right. On a day-to-day, he's generally better. Harry's much more of a cunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or, I guess, twat would be the... Yeah. <laughs> they pronounce it as twat. Twat, sorry. <laughs> so, definitely those two. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. I, like, in the first movie, like, Harry would have just been completely strangled by the devil snare. And that would be it. <laughs> Wizards over. <laughs> Good. Good fucking riddance. Glad. Cheats, what do you got in your back pocket? I didn't know Philip was such a wizard racist. I know, right? A wacist? Is that what you're calling me? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I have in my back pocket is uh, I was wondering if we could pick multiple people. So, well, of course you were. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, the multiple people from the same series. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, there's. let's be honest. There are so many things where like the sidekick's better than the main character. Oh, yeah. I mean, or, it's like, almost a trope at this point. Yeah. But what I was going to say is... Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo are all better than Leonardo. Uh, I don't know if that one really counts because they all that's get equal stating that uh, Leonardo is the number one. He's the main character. He's not, though. In the movies, it's Raphael all the way. He has leadership qualities, but, you know. He's technically yeah. the leader of the group. It's true. He is. But I wouldn't say that they were his sidekicks. No, but, I mean, they're sort of second fiddle for the fact that he is 
He is the. Last. I mean, Splinter definitely likes Leonardo more than any of the others. Well, yeah, but I still don't think I would call. Because he's a shitty dad who plays favorites. <laughs> yeah, because right. well, he's fine. following the rules. <laughs> the rules of New Gyms who say that you're the best. Here's <laughs> what we're gonna do then. So if if I can't use that, I'm just gonna say Han Solo is better than Luke Skywalker. And if you then say I can't pick Han Solo, <laughs> I'm then gonna say Chewbacca is better than Han Solo. So- I completely agree. Yep. Han Solo is not Luke's sidekick. No, Chewbacca I mean, is 100% Han Solo's yes. sidekick. It's just a question of sidekick or secondary character. This is sidekick. Chewbacca. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> Sadly, the same thing almost applies to uh, the Han Solo movie, where the robot side character that is the co-pilot of Lando Calrissian is better than Lando Calrissian. <laughs> the guy that's, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Fucking same thing in Rogue One, Philip. K2OS yep. is better than... Same uh, thing. Kazian. Kazian, yeah. yeah. They're like, man, we gotta give him a really good side character to, to be his sidekick. Shit, we fucked up. That's also because it's played by Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Well, yeah, Alan Tudyk's overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> so... What you got, D-Hart? Well, I mean, just within Star Wars, there's also Darth Vader is a better character than the Emperor. For sure. Who yeah. I don't even think originally had a name. Was that part of the... Just the, Emperor. Uh, was that part of the updates in yeah. the 90s? Where they, added Where they started calling him Palpatine? I mean, I think... I don't think it was brought around just because of those. I think, like, other I, yeah, sundry... I don't, I don't remember it even being in the crawl before. No, it wasn't. It was just the Emperor before. That's, I mean, it was definitely in none of the original three movies. I can say that for sure. Okay. They never called him Palpatine. I guess Darth Vader counts as a sidekick. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a minion. <laughs> he's definitely like a, a subordinate or like a like an apprentice. Closer to what I'm what what I'm getting at. What what the question is? Uh, Penny and Brain from Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. Sure. They do everything and he does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just go go gadget fucks it up and then they fix it. <laughs> go go gadget fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Just activate the fuck up ability. You had some honorable mentions, Philip? Yes, of course, Tonto from uh, Lone Ranger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's clearly I've better. actually never seen any Lone Ranger. Well, the old one or the movie one. God, my fucking dad loves the Lone Ranger. My dad is obsessed with it. Take my word for it. Tonto's better. Like, without Tonto, the Lone Ranger's garbage. It's a guy in a kinky mask. He had to do all the dirty work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes, just a guy on his way to a Eyes Wide Shut party. I have three honorable mentions that I almost picked, but I thought all three of you guys were going to take these. Okay. First, Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, for sure. Like, 100%, no question. Seriously? Fuck Frodo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I thought Philip was going to pick this Garth from Wayne's World Yeah That's tough though That's arguable Because like Wayne is also excellent Yeah wasn't that the question though Arguably And so, Garth can barely function as a human <laughs> You're right There could be an argument made that Garth Right exactly He's like hardly able to participate But There could definitely be an argument made that Garth is better um, And then my third one was uh, Little John from Robin Hood Oh, definitely. <laughs> Especially the animated Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He fucking saves everybody, doesn't he? Well... And Robin yeah. Hood's just being a prick. Robin, Ho- <laughs> Robin Hood's pulling his weight in the cartoon. Now, whether or not we want to talk about Prince of Thieves again, 
I just Please. feel like maybe just let it go. We could, if we were going to, we could say Alan Rickman is a better side character than any of the other characters in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. he fucking. That, that's not really the question. No, it's not. He's nobody's sidekick. I guess the witch is kind of whatever. That's a shitty witch too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of examples, and um, I think that's honestly just because the main character's got to have quite a number of flaws to overcome throughout the series. Meanwhile, the side character, who usually gets a lot less development, needs to be good to start with. <laughs> what was the guy's name from uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Wang? Oh, shit, I can't remember. I think it's Wang. Wang, yeah, it is Wang. Wang was way, was way better at his... At doing everything than Jack Burton. Did you say the sidekick was in the Tremors pair between Kevin Bacon and uh, Fred Ward? Fred Ward. I'd say Fred Ward. He he's the yeah. He's I guess the guy he, without the love interest. Also yeah. arguably better. <laughs> yeah, and definitely smarter if yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's just like yeah. Let's just duct tape a fucking vacuum cleaner to the outside of her car and just leave. <laughs> nope. All good answers. Except for the Ninja Turtles one. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Motion Picture About That. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Treats, McGee. Mm. Andy Hart. Yeah, Cheats has changed his name from Streets to Treats, by oh, the way. I wanted to see how it felt saying it. Cheats did a guest spot on our uh, on our other podcast, and we said it was a real treat that he came and guested on there, and so he changed his name to Treats. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wanted to say it this time to see how it feels. So, <laughs> okay, well, just try it on. It, it's, it's, it's a tip. Just yeah, to see how it feels. It's a preliminary period right now. Right. Kind of like, I was, I was trying mine out last week where I was Fat Collins, but it's not the same without Steven saying it. <laughs> it's not as good for me. Steven accusing me. All right, D-Hart, you picked the movies for us this week. Yes, uh, I picked two fantasy films. <laughs> From 1983, Conquest and Yor, the Hunter from the Future. Yep, and it's clear which one of these... Both Italian also. Yeah, that's true. They both had that classic Italian dub over every line, every time. So me and Cheats actually went and saw Claudio Simonetti's Goblin last night, and I kind of wanted to be like, Dude, love the score in Conquest and Hands of Steel, but I feel like he wouldn't have known what the fuck I was talking about. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of the movies that their music is in, uh, the music was stolen, but I think he would know these because I believe that he got paid for them. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was his name. It's still 1983, though. It's been like 30, basically. Mm-hmm. More than 30 years. Thirty. He still shit. tours with this stuff. Yeah, he does. True, true <laughs> chains. True chains. He should be signing these posters. Like, having seen the guy on stage, I mean, he doesn't rock as hard as the other people that are younger than him, but, like, he still rocks, so... Yeah, I mean, he's in his 70s, right? He's, like, 67. 67. Mentally, he rocks. Like, the things flowed from his brain. Yeah, I was about to say, he's using <laughs> telepathic rocking. In this case. And then that's the reason I bring that up. is It wasn't Goblin that did the music for Conquest, but it was Claudio Simonetti. Yeah. Shall we start with Conquest? I guess. Jesus. You make that, like, sigh, but, like, as soon as I turn this on, like, within ten minutes, I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, it was... (laughs) (laughs) Conquest was way worse, though, as far as, like, about that. (laughs) Like... When you start it, it's like everything is foggy. Everything is like the lens is greased to hell. No, no, no. The, 
you can clearly tell that there's an overlay. There's, okay. There's a background and that's just the ocean. Oh and no, yeah, that was double exposure. Right. Yeah. That very intro scene. But as soon as after it's that, not... there's it's still very foggy for a little bit. Yeah. Phil's just talking about the regular camera. Yeah, the regular camera work is just Vaseline. All the camera work following the double exposure. That opening segment. It's like I had started to watch this on YouTube one time and thought. Well, this must be a broken copy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to remove this from my watch list because it's no good. <laughs> That's how bad it looks. D-Hart thought it was broken. On <laughs> Well, YouTube obviously didn't, you, you know, know sometimes it, you, this didn't encode right or whatever. And it's all fucked varies, up. Okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was kind of surprising for a Lucio Fulci movie. I Makes mean, you say that. It was slightly weirder, number one. No, I don't know if I agree with that. Most of his movies are at least, like, filmed better. Yeah. At least the ones that I've seen. And, you know, keep in mind, there's a lot of Fulci that I haven't seen. But, you know, like, House by the Cemetery and uh, Zombie and Cat in the Brain. That's prime uh, Fulci territory. But uh, some of the later ones are not great. (laughs) Yeah, but it almost seems like this one should have been earlier with the way that it was filmed. Dehart says fantasy, and that's true, but it's almost like a like a Conan esque kind of fantasy where it is like very otherworldly, and I think they were trying to experiment with like the fog and the overlay and things like that, and I think it just <laughs> well, was bad. It all right. Yeah, it just didn't <laughs> didn't work for it. I totally the reason agree. I originally uh, picked these two together because I thought I remembered Conquest having kind of a uh, sci fi feel, which it does because of the music, but I think Ooh. it's more. Uh, a blend of fantasy and horror. Yeah. Because there are some straight-up horror sequences in this movie. <laughs> it's kind of got that straight-up, like, This Island Earth soundtrack. The yeah. Blue. The soundtrack's fucking... It's pretty dope. I mean, it's... Yeah, I, just, I like it's it a dope. lot. And as far as, like, D-Hart uh, talking about, like, horror sequences, I was, I was super surprised about, like you said, about ten minutes in, and, you know, we've spoiled this movie before. I won't necessarily name it by name at this point. But it's like, there's a movie that came out in the last I mean, few years. You can years. name it by the name. Okay, well, I'm just making <laughs> sure that's kind of the main draw for that. So, uh, fucking... Whatever. Spoilers, right now. Yes, Bone Tomahawk. So, Bone Tomahawk, the whole build-up is, is getting to that point where they just fucking wishbone somebody. Yeah. And, like, ten minutes in, they just do it here. They're just like, kick! We're not, we're, you know, we're peak gore here. And I'm just like, wow, I was, uh... It's much sillier looking than Bone Tomahawk. It is, for sure. (laughs) It's not the same thing. They cut away from it a lot. It's silly, but it's... Yeah, it's it's less realistic, (laughs) and it is much more graphic. graphic, But it's still pretty graphic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not nothing. Yeah. I certainly would have said it was extremely graphic until I had my bar set way higher by Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. But... It's it's pretty intense. Now, if you were in 1983 and saw this, you'd probably freak the fuck out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This is like the guy or the woman having her eyeball be pulled towards a piece of wood and just like forever and ever, which is... That is my favorite horror scene in any movie, I think. Yeah, I mean, when, we, really when we recorded that podcast about zombie, you went on at length about that scene. I uh, fucking really love it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, it deserved it, but... It's like that and when Alex Kittner gets eaten in Jaws with the fucking... <laughs> with the raft goes down and the blood fountain comes up from the water are, like, two of my favorite fucking scenes. Yeah, pretty damn good. But, like, looking through Fulci's filmography earlier, I found this movie called The Eroticist. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. I think I've heard of it. 
I just need to read you this fucking synopsis because I read it earlier and I was like, I can't not bring this up. The synopsis is, uh, and this is not for the movie we're doing today. This is just one I wanted to bring up. Senator Pupus feels a strong and uncontrollable urge to grab women's bottoms, a habit that can lead to embarrassment, especially if the woman in question is head of another state and the occasional state visit. In his desperation, Pupus turns to the clergy for spiritual and psychological help. Are you sure it's not pubist? <laughs> no, it's pupus. P-U-P-I-S. <laughs> okay, this is clearly an Italian sex comedy. <laughs> We've talked about this, or at least DeHart brought it up once, the existence of the sex comedy genre. Um, it's not common now, <laughs> but... 70s Italy. At the time, it was like, let's walk the line between porno, just flat out porno, and... <laughs> And something else so that we could get away with it. So it's not literally porno. I thought you guys would find that kind of funny. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. We should probably add that to the list. Nope. Just kidding. So Conquest is... Uh, the, the basic plot for it is the, the movie kind of starts out. A young man armed with a magical bow and arrows embarks on a mystical journey through a mystical land rid of all evil and joins forces with an outlaw take down an evil witch bent on claiming the magic bow for evil. Yep. I don't really remember her wanting to claim the bow. She just wanted him to not come and kill her with it, which was like the prophecy she saw happen. And the evil witch is just a naked woman with a fucking Jim Carrey mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not a mask of Jim Carrey, but the Jim Carrey's <laughs> the mask. Wait. <laughs> the green mask from yeah, the mask. The movie The Mask. <laughs> yeah. Starring Jim Carrey. It's, it's a lot like that. <laughs> Except for it, like, covers the whole head. Right. And uh, she also has, like, a... <laughs> she has a very uh, spiky loincloth, like, mm-hmm. thong type thing. Which, when I initially saw her, thought, what the fuck? That is a bush. <laughs> <laughs> because, you see, it's foggy. It's foggy. She's far away. She's standing on, like, a mountain. Along with, uh, like, her wolfman cronies. Yeah. And, uh... Wolf pack. Yeah, but... It's like, luckily, like, they pan... All the way up, or that way you get to. It's like, hey, this is not. This is not a bunch of pubes here. <laughs> this is a spiky undergarment. <laughs> yeah. This is not a thorny style. So um, she's tits out the whole movie, which she's in quite a bit of. But that's in nothing. cutaways. Yeah, I mean she's <laughs> she's sprinkled throughout. So the movie starts off with. This fucking guy, I don't remember what his name even is. Uh, Ilias. Because uh, I remember it being kind of, kind of like the Ilias. Yeah, so he's Il- clearly supposed to be like a Greek. Kind of, yeah. I like mean, one of the Greek heroes from yeah. something like the Ilias. Everything, everything about what he's doing is very Greek. Like, yes. They've got like green wreaths around. There's like... So anyways, uh, he's basically being bestowed this... Uh, magical bow it's like their sacred object that like is literally magical it's not just like they think it's good. Well, yeah it shoots fucking lasers <laughs> laser arrows <laughs> not just laser arrows you fire one laser arrow and just 12 laser arrows seek out all of your enemies and kill them in almost the exact the same, same cut over, yeah i was <laughs> yeah. gonna say the exact same cut over and over again <laughs> yeah sometimes for money reasons the effect is just simply reused Oh, it's cheap. But it's still, I mean, when he draws back that bow and that magic arrow appears, it's kind of badass looking. I mean, it flying For away. For the time, looks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. It kind of reminded me of the 1994 Fantastic Four movie. 
a little, oh, but... I can see that. This has way better excuse. Had there been a green arrow in that Fantastic Four movie... This is what it would have looked like. Yeah, he would have been doing this. Yeah. A DC Marvel crossover. So um, the movie starts with that, and he's going to journey across some water to fight evil, I guess. And the witch has... Uh, they're you know they're doing their witch stuff. They're going around from town to town, ripping people in half. Well, yeah, well, drinking their brains. An old man says like, uh, I think he's trying to bargain with them. It's like hey, we have too few people already, and he gets a fucking top of his head completely knocked off. <laughs> yeah. You see his brain. Yeah, well, it's like whenever that guy got his head punched off by the devil in End of Days, but only the top gets punched off in this case. And it's then just they, gone. They grab some girl and they just split her. Yeah. But right. then she goes into, this is the, her uh, routine. She needs a piece of her brain to shoot up her nose so she can have visions of the future. Yeah. So they rip this girl in half and rip off her head. And then they take that head and smash it repeatedly. Yeah, this she, fucking head? she eats some of the brain and then yeah. uh, they uh, shoot some up her nose. Yeah. That'll teach you not to have supplies for us, right? <laughs> I mean, that's honestly was the rules then. It's like, if you were in charge, you just go around and be like, Give me whatever I feel like. Just give me a lot. Just give me a lot of stuff. That doesn't seem like enough. I'm just going to kill a bunch of people. You only have half the supplies. Now you're only half a person. <laughs> I'll just rip you in half. If you have a third of the supplies, I'll rip you in thirds. Seems like it's... She sees the future. She knows Ilias is coming to murder her. Except we should just know who he is because his face is just one flat clay blob. <laughs> it's so gross it's looking. It's so weird looking. It's like a mannequin. Well, it makes sense in the context of the movie. Oh yeah, I love it. Like it's a and it's a good effect too. It's like it's cool. It's, I'm pretty sure it's just uh, layers of pantyhose that are formed into a mask. However, it is. Yeah, but, it looked, It was very effective. Like I thought it you was. You know he couldn't breathe for shit. Oh no, definitely <laughs> not. Yeah, they had a tube for breath for breathing le- leading into that mask for sure because there's no breathing through 15 layers of pantyhose. Also, just flat can't see. He doesn't need to see. All he has to do is walk slowly in a straight line and pull stop. an arrow and pull back an arrow. Yeah. Because that's the vision she has. She sees herself get uh, shot between the boobs with a, with a laser arrow. <laughs> right. And you see like a little blood, like a, there's a squib on her too. Little it's Johnny cool. Depp blood <laughs> <It's> like... fountain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one great thing about this movie is like, when all is said and done, it's still a Lucio Fulci movie. Yeah, lot, lots of uh, lots of practical effects. Lots and, of goop and, and blood and fucking entrails and shit like that. All that good Dude, stuff. Dude, I lost track of the amount of kinds of alien peoples there are in this <laughs> there's like i was taking notes and then i just like looked down and there's like five on there and i'm like i know this isn't all of them it's so, like a full season of star trek <laughs> right it's just as many as crazy looking aliens as we can get so i remember specifically there are like this her right hand guy that is like the evil like he's got all the like offensive magic Oh, he yeah. looks like a and the demon she calls in. He looks like a cactus kind of to me. He looks yeah. like he's like patchy and it's whatever. But so I called him Cactus Man. <laughs> so um there's also the cobwesh cobweb rockfish pigeons. I was thinking they were like uh, spider goblins or something. <laughs> <laughs> Both of these are perfectly apt names, which is yeah. bullshit. They were some sort of arachnid fish things, I think. Kind of like Innsmouthy, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They were too dry. Yeah, they were very dry. <laughs> yeah. Everything was dry. When I call them spider goblins, I mean they're they're like little goblin men that are covered in webs. Right. 
Rockfish pigeons. I don't know why, why where the rock comes in. I can't even remember why. Well, because they're fucking hanging out in rocks. Oh, they live in the rocks. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Ilias meets up with this guy who I well, guess first the he saves, synopsis calls him a outlaw. But first he saves a girl from a snake, and he's attacked by the uh, wolfman that we talked about earlier. Yeah. yeah. Did they kill that snake? I don't know. It looked like they killed that snake. It kind of, yeah, it definitely kind of looked like I it. I mean, it could have been an already dead snake. It could have been a fake snake. But if it's 1983 in Italy... They stabbed it in the fucking head, and then it started, like, making the dead snake thing. Whenever whenever you kill a snake, it's like it starts curling around like that. How many snakes have you killed, Steven? Well, I've seen a lot die, and I think that this one was real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to say how I saw them die. <laughs> I love how, well, I've seen a lot die. <laughs> Yeah, so Ilias is immediately attacked by the Wolfman, and just like he is just ill prepared. Like men. Well, at this point, he he still has arrows. It's like, well, yeah, well, he has arrows until he doesn't. Regular. And there's ones. still like a bunch of these dudes, and, and he he's hasn't good realized with the bow. Yeah, he hasn't realized. Well, these guys don't even know what a fucking bow is. Yeah, they have no clue. They're like bow magic. <laughs> We've been using clubs this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like someone from ancient Greece showed up at some place that. Just like was undeveloped right. completely. Yeah, these are Entirely, fucking cavemen yeah, that he is right. interacting with. Exactly, <laughs> an uncontacted Amazonian tribe, if you will, but they're not in the Amazon. You mean I can take stick and take sharpened sticks and shoot from bigger stick? <laughs> but it's even more complicated than that. So he gets overwhelmed because he doesn't realize the full potential of his weapon yet. Yeah, even though they told him the story, I guess he thought it was like a metaphor or whatever. But uh. <laughs> He They're gets like, taken down. The sun and then, will uh, come down out of the sky and then go inside of your arrow and make it magic. And then he's rescued by a barbarian who swoops in at him. Oh yes, Mace. Dude, I love his fucking philosophy. He's like, do you see this symbol on my forehead? It means I am friend to no man. <laughs> he loves, <laughs> he's basically Dr. Doolittle the barbarian. And he loves animals. And there's tons of people that he also loves. He'll still eat animals, but someone have to already someone have killed else, them. Yeah. And then he kills yeah. that person and takes the food off of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, also, like, his name is Mace, and I really feel like his name should have been Nunchucks instead. He has bone nunchucks. Yeah, like, he doesn't use them like nunchucks. Yeah, but they're fuzzy. Those wouldn't do anything. I don't think they're supposed to be fuzzy. I think it's... That was just a bad camera. <laughs> That was the Vaseline on the lens. No, that was the fur wrapped around the fucking nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Also, this dude, uh, George Rivera, I just clicked on his IMDb, and one of his like main movies that comes up is just a movie called The Last Hard Men. Ew. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you could tell that right away that he is... He's the buff dude. He's the one that... He's our... Uh, Conan. Yeah. This other guy... He's way more hero than this fucking shrimpy ass, I've got a bow, but I don't know how to use it to its full potential, dude. So, they kind of team up, even though Mace insists that he doesn't team up. And they're traveling, and they go and visit some other people that Mace knows, even though he doesn't. he's the friend to no man. It's like, you see this symbol on my forehead? It actually doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a birthmark. <laughs> Somebody hit me really hard in the face with something shaped like this. While they're visiting his friends, more attacks happen from another even different kind of alien monster. Yeah, Ilias is about to uh, make out. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, you're no friend to Mace, but you can be a friend to me. It's the sister 
it's a sister of the caveman that Mace uh, likes to sleep with whenever yeah. he's in town. I think he does say in town, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's just traveling around. <laughs> this is part of his circuit. Like, yeah. Somehow. I guess that makes him an outlaw because he's, like, The ghouls, nomadic. of course, are <laughs> cock-mock him. <because laughs> he's got his eyes closed. He's reaching for boobs. He yeah. gets snatched up right in front of him and murdered. <laughs> Unbelievable. They had to take him to ghoul school. <laughs> so, I don't remember at what point, but at some point, the two of the our heroes wind up in some sort of a mummy swamp. Yeah. Where just mummies are coming out of the swamp. Oh, that's a little bit later, because uh, they fail to get him here. Because he starts... I think they start... They capture, they capture Ilias... And they Do start they to get away with him. The birds, the bird that he helped, is able to signal him. It's like, hey, Elias is down here. Kaka. <laughs> so I feel like something needs to be said here because we're describing this movie in a very linear fashion, but it's chaos. Yeah, I mean, there are some segments where you don't know what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> and there's just a lot of screaming and a lot of like hammers flying and clubs flying and like and fog. Fog. There's things roaring. There's fucking magic arrows flying all over the place. They use scenes and then they'll cl- cut away and then they'll use the exact same scene, scene again. So it's this. We're we're talking about it like it is an extremely linear film, and it is not. The plot is linear. It doesn't yes. feel linear what whenever happens, you're watching it. Yeah, what happens is not linear. It's just random <laughs> nonsense, and then it's like eventually, <laughs> because because they fail here and uh, oh, what is his name? Mace. Big guy is able to get back little guy. <laughs> yeah. That's when she calls in her demon favor. It's like, hey, I'll be your lover or whatever if uh, if you manage to kill this guy who is coming here to kill me. I think the exact incantation was, if you want to be my lover, you're going to have to get with my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so too. Just Zora, and she just says, you can have me body and soul. Yeah. Actually, that character's name is Octon. The Mace Girls. <laughs> is it? Octon is the name of the woman. Or Akron. Akron. Zora is the it's the villain. Yeah. The demon guy. He's the one that's shooting these arrows repeatedly over the same film. As they're ducking. And he gets hit uh Ilias gets hit by one and is poisoned, and that leads uh them into the uh swamp to That's get him right, cure. because Conan is the one fighting all the swamp monsters. Yeah. And you get some good effects here of like Ilias's fucking, fucking bubbling skin. Yeah. And like some goop it's, leaking out of it. This is a good time to, to mention that no matter what effect happens, there's always a close-up shot of the effect also happening again. Like if it's you like, spend money on effects, you want people to see the effect. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> For it's like sure. You're, you, should get, you got an overview shot. He's got pus shit all over him. But then when they zoom in again, and it's like on Ren and Stimpy whenever they would like zoom in, and it's just like gross, super fine hairs and like <laughs> yeah. wrinkles and <laughs> yeah. fucking liver spots. My favorite part is uh, when he's when he's first getting left, and uh, what, because he has to leave him alone by the side of the water while he goes yeah, off. Yeah, he's got to go to the mummy antidote. swamp. Yeah. <laughs> the mummy swamp. And you see like it, his... It's like right at the hairline. There's like his skull is fucking bulging from poison. Yeah. yeah, he is as poisoned as anyone ever was. This stuff must be magic, like this, these herbs he goes and gets. I mean, yeah, you got to legalize it, man. <laughs> Watching this movie is like reading the Odyssey on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, is that not what probably happened to make this movie happen? <laughs> like, it's 1983. He's made you know a bunch of hits in the 70s, and he's just like. I'm going to do some cocaine and get back to the roots of storytelling. 
I don't think that fits uh, the guy that Lucio Fulci is at mm. all. He was just like a kind of timid looking old man. Because uh, he stars in one of the movies that he directs. And yeah. it, the movie is about kind of him going crazy from having to make all these horror movies that he doesn't really like that much. <laughs> well, like, you, his picture on IMDb is... It's he just looks so different than how I imagined him in my mind. I thought he was like in my mind. I'm picturing the 80 year old, 10 year old from that uh, zombie movie we watched. <laughs> that I'd like to suck on titties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm picturing that guy because of all the like because of the content of the movie. I'm like of all the movies that he makes, it's always like insanely graphic. It's almost like George Romero stole his look too. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that until you just said it. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, I could totally see that. Yeah. Not only am I going to steal these this guy's ideas, but I'm also going to steal his fucking look, too. Well, <laughs> I want to take his face off. Just to be clear, Dawn of the Dead was before Zombie 2. That is true. <laughs> Zombie 2. I mean, you can give him the look all day, but <laughs> he stole all his ideas. Yeah, it seems a little, yeah. <laughs> Well, they weren't really above anything in Italy in the 80s. Yeah. Like, they would pretty much do whatever. Yeah, they would fight sharks with zombies. Yeah. <laughs> they would literally sedate a shark and beat its ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> he gets cured by the magical herb, and he's like, thank you. And he's like, it's too dangerous here. You need to fucking sail back across <laughs> like, the ocean. Hey, I'm not going to save your ass again. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm your sidekick here, and I'm way better than you, so you just need to fucking leave. And honestly, though, like, the movie doesn't make it feel like Mesa's the sidekick. No, it doesn't at all. You know, it, 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 I think it makes it feel like he's more the main character than Ilias is. Yeah, I mean, when I came up with the question, I wasn't thinking about this one at all. <laughs> right. It's, it's like they're both, like, mutually the main character, and the whole thing is, like, Mace is kind of like the teacher figure to Ilias, because the whole reason Ilias is even on a quest is because he's gone on a quest of, like, he's supposed to go on a journey in order to become a man, whatever that happen, happens to mean. And so most of the movie is just, like, Ilias keeps getting in, like, really bad situations. Yeah. They're like, it's not even his fault. Like, it's it's not, he does nothing wrong. It's just, like, he goes to some place he's never been before that is super fucked up, and he just has to have someone bail him out. The entire time I watched this movie, I was getting Tolkien vibes. Yeah. Like, this whole, like... Ilias is poisoned, and then Mace has to go and get the cure. Is like straight up. Then I'll carry you. Yeah, straight up Shelob poisoning fucking uh, Frodo, and then Samwise saving him. Yeah, like it's the same fucking shit. Yeah, and you're also forgetting about in the Fellowship of the Ring that exact thing happened. <laughs> yes, where Frodo gets stabbed by the poison knife, and then the elves have to save him. <laughs> it's fucking same ass plot that he just he's just reusing it within his same fucking movie. Or trilogy of movies so yeah um he's he's boats he boats about halfway out and then he remembers his vow which was to like not do that well yeah <laughs> the reason why he is getting into so much trouble is because it's like hey you got sent you sent yourself on this mission to be a hero yeah and it's like there's a clearly evil being here <laughs> and you're bailing like yeah, that's literally it's what like, you're doing all right i'm halfway across the ocean i might as well turn back <laughs> okay. He's like, maybe maybe uh, Mace will have already won by the time I get there. Yeah, meanwhile, Mace has been captured and crucified and by spider goblins. <laughs> right? Spider and goblin like, pigeon. Where is folk. he? <laughs> Where's the arrow man? Oh, dude, the vocal effect on that is fucking shitty. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a pretty shitty butthole. 
But uh, he comes back and he's like, now what am I going to do? I'm, I got no arrows. There's fucking spider pigeons everywhere. What do <laughs> I do? I'll just shoot the sun at them. And so he just draws back, fires laser arrows at everyone. Just Mace, like in the story. Yep, yep. Just like he was told would happen. <laughs> and then fucking Mace gets thrown off a cliff into the ocean and he just disregards Mace. He's like, well, I hope he can get loose and swim <laughs> because... I'm just going to keep shooting these dudes. Fuck me. Well, seriously, he's down there for like 10 minutes. He's so dead. Dude, he would have thought he was dead. You wouldn't have gone, it's like, oh, well, I guess I need to save him now that... <laughs> Luck, luckily, Mace uh, is a barbarian, so he has a really high constitution, oh, yeah. so he can hold his breath for a long time. He's like Hulk Hogan in Thunder in Paradise. He's half whale. Yes. Yeah. We see him fucking drown. All the air leaves his lungs, and then he's... dolphins swim around him for like two solid minutes before they chew his... Dude, off. <laughs> I swear the dolphins were waiting for him to drown. They wouldn't like, go near him before. <laughs> they were so they could untie him and then fuck his dead body. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he no <come>. good deed. <laughs> he washes up onto the shore. He's like, I think some dolphins fucked me, raped me, <laughs> and then saved me. And then the dolphins were like, we're going to call this even because we saved your life. <laughs> Ilias. Can you tell me if my butthole looks weird? <laughs> my my blowhole, dude. Whenever he's shooting the fucking, whenever he's shooting the fucking spider monsters, this sh- this scene is so shitty because half these things are already in their like hit pose before the the actual like laser hits them. So like some of them are sitting up on the rocks, like bent over, like they're about to fall. Anyway. So, like, they're already bent over, then the laser hits them, and they're like, Ugh. Yeah, and they just fall over. Yeah, they didn't know when the effect was coming. They're on, like, sheer rocks. There's nowhere to hide those pads. Yeah. And there's one There's one where the dude is literally already laying up against a rock, and the laser arrow goes around through, through the other side of the rock and still gets him. Because <laughs> he was trying to hide. Yeah, the cobweb pigeon was like, uh, nobody can get me in here, I'm completely surrounded in rock. Oh, didn't think about coming through the There rock. is the one goblin creature that does take cover, and Ilias just straight up shoots through the rock and kills him. Like, he doesn't go around it, he just... That's, what, that's what Philip was just saying. That's literally what I just said. No, there's one that goes around the rock, and there's one where he shoots no, through No, he was the saying rock. that it went through. Both uh, things okay. happen. So, so they... Okay, so it, it basically, <laughs> suffice it to say, laser arrows can go through anything. These pigeon cobweb monsters are fucked. What? How does Ilias get killed? Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. Whatever. <laughs> We're here, man. Yeah, Ilias We're gets killed. here. Well, they get captured in a cave that they're camping out in. That's right. And, and we never see it happen. Yeah, Ilias just gets dragged away by the cactus man. Tor? No. Jor? Mace. No. <laughs> Are you... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zora. Oh my god, get the names right. The, the weird demon man that is the cactus man you're talking about is Zora. Right. Mace is the barbarian. So Mace is sleeping, Ilias gets kidnapped and, and murdered by Zora, and then he returns to the queen, the witch woman, and is like, yo, uh, check it out, I killed the dude, it's all good, now blow me for all eternity. Well, she uses her, she uses her magic again to have another vision. Well, actually, does she? She doesn't do it here. Yeah, she just a little his, later. He looks at her, even with his dead head. That's right. Like, his hey, eyes open up. Is like, bitch, his, you ain't kill my soul. His spirit is still alive, and that's when we cut back to uh, Mace, who's doing like the uh, the old fire 
funeral. And uh, his spirit is able to inform Mace. It's like, hey, I'm going to... Use be, the force. I'm going to be with you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'm going Take to my be weapon. inside of you. This is going to be like in the Bonerist, the other Lucio Fulci movie. What was it called? <laughs> Bonerist. The Eroticist? The Eroticist. Yeah. Eroticist, yeah. Whatever, Bonerist. I think Bonerist is a better name. Yeah, so Mace anoints himself with the ashes of his now dead friend, and uh, he meets Akron, uh, kind of an open field with like all the enemies. And Well, she's doing her mourning ceremony, because she's supposed to be... Well, these cavemen believe that she is responsible for the sunrise and sunset. Yes. So every morning she has to be there, like, you know, arms up in the air, uh, boobs bouncing around. So the sun comes. <laughs> she gotta make the sun come. come. <laughs> She's so hot, she made the sun come. The, this open field to me was hilarious because what honestly what it reminds me of is is like Power Rangers and Super Sentai because like always when the Rangers are starting to fight like the main villain and then like all the uh, the minions. Oh yeah, they're always just like in an open field and then fucking Mace walks up and just sticks his hand out and calls the bowl the the bow like it's Molnir. And then mm-hmm. just starts shooting laser arrows. Like he fires one. Like he uses a shot repeatedly. Oh yeah, he, several he times. fires one arrow. It goes up yeah. and then it splits into a bunch of arrows yep. and just just wholesale slaughter on all of these minions. Zora just fucking disappears out. Go. <laughs> so funny. This is my favorite part of it's the fucking so fucking movie. good. Uh, he just she looks at him and he won't even look at her and then he just vanishes. He's <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm fucked. It's like Zora, come on, man, you're my you're my magic man, and he's like, I am sick of your shit. He's like, I did what I you wanted me to do. So like, I killed the guy. You didn't tell me anything about any fucking barbarians. <laughs> barbarians are a whole other rate structure. Okay, you're not gonna get a two for one deal here. Earlier, he was just like, you know, even if you die, I have your soul, and like he killed the guy. So it's just like deuces. Even if this guy kills you, I still get what I want. Right. <laughs> so good, man. It's just such a funny effect because they just fade him out of the frame. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, sorry, my planet needs it's me. It's like that fucking meme with the, with the guy putting up the peace sign and just fucking disappearing. Yes. Yeah. She tries to do the same thing, but her layer is inside that mountain. Yeah. So the arrow just... Follows her in there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he shows up and... Uh, we he see has the, teleporting powers too. We see the scene where uh, it's... It was her vision, but it's him instead. Yeah. But he has the spirit of Ilias inside of him. And that's so what really, she was seeing. That's why she couldn't see his face because yeah. it w- wouldn't have been he, the right face. Wouldn't have been the right face. Boom! He turned into Milius. Yeah, <laughs> Milius <laughs> or Ilias. <laughs> so he shoots her. Which this arrow is apparently a transformation arrow that turns you into a wolf. She just wanders off. That's her well, punishment. Well, that was your soul. You you skipped a part. Because first she gets her fucking mask blast off. And she's like a fucking Return of the Liv- Living Dead. Zombie. Yeah, that's I right. Mean, I forgot after her, the mask. Just her head, though. <laughs> no, that's we. I assume she was wearing the mask for a good reason. I <laughs> figured there was a hot chick under there. It's a it's mask a ghoul. cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean to inspire fear. But as a sun, as a sun goddess, you'd think hotter the better. That's why she's got her boobs out. Still would. What? No. <laughs> Even with the fucking no. blade pubes. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, she loses after she gets exploded by the arrow and turns into a wolf. Uh, it wanders off and, like, I guess starts some kind of wolf mythology that we should probably be aware of. But 
Yeah, like what? What was that? I don't know. Chaos. Very cool. There is just a tiny little bit of Greek mythology in here. The guy uh, Ilias refers to uh, the bow being being given to him by Kronos, which is a Titan. Yeah. What? I mean, it's it's got very tenuous ties to other like older, much older like myth uh, stories and various stuff, but. It's really just, I mean, just like those are, it's just made up. It's just a bunch just of complete random anarchy. shit. It is. It's <laughs> fucking, it, this movie is anarchy. Like, it, the plot goes in a straight line, but if you stop and go, why'd those dolphins save him? You're just making a mistake. You just shouldn't worry about it. Why are there dolphins? Well, no, the dolphins save him because he's Dr. Doolittle the Barbarian. Like, we've seen that the animals are his friend. That's the why hawks he has the... probably told the dolphins what yeah. to do. The Atlanta Falcons <laughs> <laughs> told the Dolphins to save him. So, uh, moving on, I think. Right? Yes. Right, guys? Yeah. The movie is completely done. <laughs> Nothing much else to say about that one except for real fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> it's an uh, hour and 38 minutes, so a little long for... Uh, no, it says hour and 28 on here. That's weird. It says they're the same length, but I thought one was longer than the other. You were felt a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, one of them, yeah. Whichever. So, it's not crazy long, but still a little long for an Italian movie of this of this type. So, your. Uh, Limondo di Yor, or Your the Hunter from the Future. That's a better title if you translate it directly, because it's yeah. just Your's World. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which right. is in the song that's in the fucking movie. And Yours it doesn't spoil world. the movie. I think they renamed it You're the Hunter from the Future because when it got to the futuristic part, people were like, what? And there's like fucking spaceships on the poster. Yes. Yeah, everything the about is this? Everything about the marketing of the movie ruins yeah. the movie. For America. Spoiler alert, yeah. you fuckers. Oh my god, the fucking... The poster has like a whole paragraph about the movie. More than the plot synopsis. I know there was something that we did with this fucking guy in it. What, Red Brown? Red Brown, yeah. He was in Halloween too. Yes, that's right. He's also the... the pearl, pearl love. He's also fucking Captain America. <laughs> no! <laughs> Put it away. So we haven't like stopped singing that song since we did Halloween. Really, so. we haven't. I pretty much sing oh, it every fucking day no with, with some kind well, of... Well, now you got a new song. <laughs> Yours world. <laughs> Yours world, he's the man. <laughs> Except for he fucking isn't. Pegs the man. <laughs> Pag does everything. Pag is a fucking gymnast. Yeah, he is. And he's just some old man. Pag is fucking brilliant. He's we the need best. To start <laughs> Pag, the hunter from the future, and you're the, some guy <laughs> who's kind of hot, I guess, to the ladies. Dude, fucking, your gives no shits. I say this mostly negatively because, like, there's just straight up some things that, that are just bad in this movie that yours is just like, eh. He just continues on with his on his day. He straight up attacks a stega, stegoceratops directly in the face. He kills an entire village of people. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't care. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Well, he didn't directly kill those people. He ran away while those people were being killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was same, around. Because it's not the same thing, but it's kind of the same thing. It is kind of his fault. We'll we'll get to where <laughs> I'm saying he killed a bunch of people. All right. Oh, you mean later. Oh, no, yeah, I mean at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Also, our listeners may have caught that I said Stegoceratops. <laughs> yeah. Which is not a dinosaur, but it is in this movie. 
Dude, but who cares? Because it looks fucking great. Well, the head looks pretty good. Dude, the whole thing looks good for, for 1983. I'm very surprised that this it would have been here. claymation in any other movie. Yeah, I get... yeah in they the have 80s. A, a full-sized animatronic of some sort. It's it may fucking... be a, a full-sized puppet. I don't yeah. know. It's rad, though. Like, it... It works. It is super good. I don't think it's as funny as the dog in a dinosaur costume like right before it, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the little... Uh, it was a Stegosaurus that they were trying to kill? Stegoceratops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one didn't have the head, though. That one looked like total shit. Yeah, that one looked like fucking ass. <laughs> But, right. Well, they had to they had to put it its back to the fucking camera because it was just clearly just a dog in a costume, <laughs> paper mache costume. Yeah. It was, oh, it's bad. <laughs> okay, so uh, two cave folk are being attacked by a uh, dinosaur. Whenever our hero Yor enters the picture and a uh, pretty, uh, I'd say pretty competently uh, slays it. He seems to be pretty good at killing dinosaurs and not much else. <laughs> he rolls in and whips this dinosaur's motherfucking ass. Even though it's so much bigger than him, he's like doing crazy dodge rolls and shit. He's the best. Yor has three moves. He has dodge roll, he has kick, and he has baseball swing with whatever his goon hands can pick up. <laughs> he is a fucking meathead. He is. He's such a fuck up. <laughs> he is the meatiest of the heads. The movie poster would have us believe that he's from a future world. Utterly false. This is one of those times when the movie poster lies to us both in picture and in text. <laughs> What's happening on the cover never happened. There's no fucking flying saucers. There's no, you know, I don't even think there's any there's pterodactyls. Are there pterodactyls? <laughs> there are not pterodactyls. It's, there it's are pterodactyls on the movie poster. A, They're the only dinosaur on the poster. It's kind of an like X-Wing kind of thing. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> TIE fighters. There's all kinds of spaceships, but they don't look shit like this. No. Okay, so somebody want to read the synopsis? The synopsis is useless. It's just a guy looking for his past in a prehistoric time. A seemingly prehistoric. Yes, <laughs> seemingly. That's important. Yeah, it is. And uh, this is directed by Antonio Margaretti. <laughs> Margaretti. Who you would be, most people would know only from him being referenced in uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. There you go. As the name that John, not uh, Brad Pitt, <laughs> gives for himself. <laughs> Antonio Margaret. God. Did he not do anything? No, he did a couple things. It's just like not stuff that I think is very, you know, it's not top tier stuff. It's okay. Right. So it's not very likely we're going to be doing a ton of Antonio Margaretti. None of the people. <laughs> Hitler wouldn't have known that he made up the name or that he stole it from just another... He wouldn't have known what he was supposed to look like. So, anywho... Commando... Commando Leopard. Commando Leopard. <laughs> what? I had that movie downloaded. <laughs> he also did a movie the same year that Piranha came out called Killer Fish. Ugh. <laughs> I believe that one was on Mystery Science Theater. That was Devil Fish, I think, that you're thinking of. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a Lumberto Bava movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, uh, Yor is celebrating with uh, the tribe whenever... The tribe is in, this tribe of cavemen is invaded by an even lower form of cavemen. <laughs> or higher. Well, these are blue cavemen. <laughs> you know how you know they're lower, Philip? Because they got shit all over them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they blew themselves before they, before they got on set. <laughs> no, the reason the reason you think that they're lower is because they got shit all over them. But then you realize, oh, they live in an extremely complicated cave that's like got architecture and dams and all kinds of shit. That 
these fucking can't even kill a Triceratostegosaurus haven't even thought about. <laughs> they just now realize you can climb up a tree and see things that are further away. Sorry, I've just got a preference for cavemen that live outside. I do too. I, I, I like I huts better than caves. So you live, you like hutmen, is what you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are true cavemen. These are yeah. yeah we're the fucking cavemen. I you guess these guys are, are legit cavemen. <laughs> posers, the OG cavemen. They're flat out Fred Flintstone wearing a fucking you know saber toothed tiger pelt as a shirt, motherfucking cavemen. Okay, so our our main like our main love interest in the movie is Kalal, and uh, I she, disagree. I don't know if I would call daughter, her a love interest. She is the daughter of the queen, the thirstiest and, uh, girl in the movie, and very jealous. Oh my god! Goes along with the thirstiness. Yeah. Demonized. Dude, if you look at your for more than two seconds and you have a vagina, she will fucking kill you. I'm not even, like, that's not even an exaggeration. She will literally kill you. First she'll go, stay away from your, and if you say anything as a rebuttal, you die. It's true, but also yours a fuckboy. Yeah, he is. He's sort of a fuckboy, but they even make it clear that in their culture, their caveman culture... Like, the men have multiple... Yours entitled to multiple wives. Yeah, multiple wives. This... wives. Exactly. I don't give a fuck about their inferior caveman culture. He's a fuckboy. Well, I'm just saying. It's it's part of their culture. The fuckboy culture. He's a caveboy. Tag is like the... Uh, he was like the king's right-hand man. Yeah. And uh, he's like his daughter's protector now that the king is dead. Right. So It was one he... of those deathbed... Promise me yeah. you'll take care of so my daughter. He helps her get escape the village that is being ransacked. And Yor goes back to find that all the men have been killed and the women were kidnapped. And later, like immediately after this, they're raiding the cavemen's place. You see the cavewomen from the tribe? They don't rescue them. They just drown the cavemen and they fucking leave them. Dude, <laughs> so these cavewomen either got raped to death or they drowned. Those are the two choices. They drown in yeah. their caves. Well, I assume like, they, they They put everyone in cages. You're accidentally... Fucking, you're the dumbass. Does it start off as an accident and no. it just continues? He realizes to... what it is and starts tearing apart the dam. <laughs> On purpose. Straight murderer. <laughs> this entire tribe of people, their death is on fucking yours hands. Their death is on your hands. Yes. <laughs> These were the indoor cavemen that Dehart doesn't like as well. <laughs> I'm not saying that they weren't a shitty tribe. I'm just saying your fucking killed them. Oh yeah, he's a fucking murderer. Just fucking Pog and Kala are just okay with it because they don't say a damn word. Hey, question. Do you think that Kala is actually her name or do you think that the king was like talking to Pag and was just like, please protect my daughter, Kala. I feel like she probably knew her name. So. <laughs> we but don't maybe know how not. old the king was. She might have been a baby. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to call you Kel. <laughs> it's like he, he pulls out her birth certificate and there's like 15 H's in it. Okay, so like the wise man of the tribe's last words are, hey, uh, your, next que- your next quest objective is in the desert. I... <laughs> so somebody good, with dude. the same amulet that you have a mysterious amulet that he doesn't know about. So dude. someone with the same one is living in the desert and considered their queen. We can't. We. I'm sorry. We cannot. We talked about how your foolishly and just viciously <laughs> murdered everyone in this cave, including all the women. But you could argue he couldn't save those women. There was like 50 of them in that cave. Like, 
He can't beat them all. So maybe that's fine. Think about this. The fucking... Pag shoots down a pterodactyl, and he just picks this pterodactyl up and hang glides into their base. Fucking 80s music <laughs> blazing. <laughs> Yo, he's the king of the motherfucking world. He's like the fucking best. He's... Dude, I straight up cheered when that fucking happened. I was like, yes! Dude, how do you hang glide on a dead pterodactyl? That would not work. Yes, it fucking would. If it was rigor mortis, maybe. Yeah, just, just rigor mortis set in already. Instantaneous rigor mortis. That's what we didn't know about prehistoric uh, pterodactyl cave people. Well, the pterodactyls that are native to yours land, yours world, uh, they don't they don't have bones in Oh, they, it's just straight bone in here, no joints. There it is. They so, can't flap, they just glide. Yeah, they're, they're only So that, that's all it is. <laughs> they, they are born very high up in the air, <laughs> and when they reach the ground, they're dead. They just die! <laughs> what a fucking terrible animal! <laughs> in a horrible life! <laughs> it's like, well, it's a pretty good view. I mean, I probably should have waited a little longer before I jumped off the cliff. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone actually explaining the lifespan of these creatures to them. And someone's just like, man, these flying creatures seem like they'd be real dangerous. It's just like, well, they would be, but 99% of them can't fly. And just, <laughs> that's it. So uh, the, oh, the, the top 1% live. Yeah, that's how he gets into the cave to rescue her. And then they break the dam and drown everyone and... Go on with the rest of their quest. So he, now they, he has to journey to the desert to find yet another kind of people. There's, there's like, both of these movies, it's like the theme is as many kinds of people as possible. Like, and all different races, like sometimes it's blue cavemen, sometimes it's like, what did the people in the in the desert cave look like? I can't even remember. Kind of zombies? Same. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember it was extremely bland they're just, and nothing. They're just kind of like mummy-ish wrapped up. Always mummies! They're... Sand people. Tuscan <laughs> yeah. <Husking> Raiders. <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> they, they suffer from a radiation poison, so... Okay, so York gets into the cave whenever he's captured and is taken to their queen, who is a, of... blonde, a blonde lady with a medallion just like his, who I would wager is his sister. <laughs> Probably. Even though we be. know he fucked her. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, whatever. All right, there's, hey, it's your world. <laughs> we don't make the rules. We just live in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incest, more like wincest. Yeah. God damn it, Cheats. God damn you. <laughs> damn you all to hell! I mean, Eno was pretty hot. Uh, what was her name? I thought it started with an R. Uh, Ina, Mina, Miney. It's matter. Roa of the same people. Oh, Roa. Yes. Yeah. Who was Ina? Uh, I think she was someone later on. Oh. She was she was one of the future people. Okay. Because they're no. I, is she one of the future people or is she one of the uh, the tribe that uh, Yora ends up saving some of the girls and then uh, oh my god and she's jealous again. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> Heart. I can't remember. I can't tell. I can't remember any character's name that is not Yor, Kala, or Pog because if you're on the screen for longer than five minutes with them, you die. <laughs> so yeah uh they rescue her from the sand people who worship her like she's kind of a prisoner and also their god yeah there's more people that are like him that are frozen in ice for some reason magically literally because it's a desert she's able to use water from the ice to keep these sand 
people alive. Yeah. And that's why they worship her. Mm-hmm. So they obviously sacrifice a shitload of people because there's literally a spot for it in the cave. And they, they use they a fire sword. <laughs> yeah. There's a fire sword. Yor is immediately into her. Dory. Oh, yeah. Like immediately. Like, yeah, she's hot. She's and she human. has the same medallion She's as a him. human lady that isn't a caveman. You know how you know she's a queen? She doesn't have shit all over her. <laughs> so, um, she's kind of like, I don't really know what to do here. She's not really helping out much, but she's also not, like, ordering them to do this. They're just going to kill him. Yeah, she doesn't say anything one way or the other. It's just like, hey, this is the routine. I guess he... So, he frees himself, kills them all with fire and swords. And she's like, well, I guess since you killed them all, I'll go with you. <laughs> so now it's your pag... Thirsty villager, Kala, and yours probable sister. So at this time, it's very clear that Kala's like, you're, we're going to fuck. Well, at this point, though, she's clearly in the third wheel <laughs> position. For sure, yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, you're, you're one of whatever I am. We need to. Yeah, we're obviously this gotten way more in common than. We'll bring them along if they have to come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yours fucked without Pag, but yeah. he doesn't really know that. He doesn't know that. He's too so, much of a dummy to realize. He, he's a way a dummy, <laughs> dude. This guy can only play a dummy. He was a dummy in fucking what was it? Uh, Wolf Howling Two. Howling Two. Howling Two. <laughs> There's no he's Wolf a, Two. Hopefully, he's a goon. Like that. That is his archetype. Straight just goon. goon. But somehow he gets, like, lead roles. Like, this doesn't make any sense. I guess only he's, as a goon. He's pretty buff for 1983. Okay. Fair point. He, and also, at the, at the time, he was a foot, like he was a famous football player. Or at least he's as famous as, as he could be for that point. So, of course, people fucking love sports. Gotta make sure he's an actor. Well, football! O.J. <laughs> Simpson. Another example. So... Naked Gun movies are pretty good. Yep. How can you argue with it? Jim Brown? Yeah. I'm gonna get you sucker. Michael Jordan... I'm just kidding. His movies are terrible. <laughs> His movie? Movie. So, uh, now Kala's pretty jealous. So, while Yor is off eating fish or whatever the fuck he's doing, I can't remember, she just rolls up on, uh... Well, well we see that he we see him kiss uh, Roa. Yeah. Then they cut away to her being jealous. Well, <laughs> and yeah, and we cut back, they're laying down. They clearly well, did some Yeah, they, they fucked pretty much definitely. So, while that's happening... Pag is like, look, I get that you're pissed and jealous, but every law around here says he's fine to just fuck both of you. <laughs> so if you want to be jealous, that's on you. There is enough your dick to go around. <laughs> <laughs> your dick and yours world. You know, we keep referencing the song from your uh, yours world. It's very difficult to find the lyrics for that song because every when I when I searched for it, I didn't know it was called Yours World. So I put your song, which only brought up results for Elton John's Your Song. Yeah. Your song. This <laughs> is your song. And yeah. The song with, now. with an incredibly benign name that's still somehow famous because Elton John just only writes hits. Well, he doesn't write them. He, he just sang them. <laughs> well, regardless, the only everything coming out of him is just <coughs> massive fucking success. dot com. So uh, she gets killed. Um, what's her name? Moa, Boa, Soa, uh, Roa, Roa, Roa. It turns out there are some blue cavemen still alive, and they uh, attack Rocking her. Blue cavemen. And we assume that she, <laughs> she is mortally wounded. 
Although, whenever we get back to her, it could have just been Kalal that stabbed her. <laughs> because she intended to do that whenever she went over there. She went, Well, they have a fight with the knife. Like, she goes to stab her and they're fighting. Like, and then yeah. later, fucking Kalal's like, Oh man, I'm sorry that you're dying. It's like, no you're not! You bitch! You don't give a fuck! <laughs> you tried to kill her actively. It's like, you are glad. You, you are, are literally glad pleased. this is happening. And we know that because the very next time a girl even looks at Yor, she's like, bitch, are you trying to fuck Yor? Death eyes. Dude. And this is like, like, you know what happened teeth. to the last girl? <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost surprised that Claude didn't like lean into Roa like, while well, she's dying and just be like, I'm going to fuck Yor extra hard now because you're dead. <laughs> I'll fuck him once for you. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. <I'll... laughs> so, um... They they eventually find this like little village that we were just talking about. They show up at and there's the girl. Well, they uh, they save someone. Your your saved like a uh, three kids from a uh, yet another kind of monster. What do you call the dinosaur monster. with the uh, sail on the back? Uh, it's called a dimatron. Really? That's a cool name. I don't know why I couldn't remember. How have I it? never known that dinosaur name? And weirdly enough, here's my nerd. It's actually not a dinosaur. Okay. Huh. There's two sections of like. So, Dimatron is a prehistoric reptile, and then there are dinosaurs, and it's, like, all the differences in, the like, the hip joints, and, yeah, they're, like, a precursor to dinosaurs. They're from, like, way early on. This has been Steven's Nerd Corner. <laughs> so, they save them from the dinosaur, they go back to their village, and they tell them the tale of the metal creature that crashed into the wall of this cave. Well, that well, the first thing is... The guy in charge is like, hey, you should marry my daughters now since you saved them. No, it's kind of tradition. Incorrect. <laughs> he literally says, she belongs to you now. She's yours. You <laughs> won her by saving. Your politely declines. For yeah, once, well, for once. <laughs> dude, if he didn't, she was just going to stab her right there. She had a look on yeah. her face like, oh, fuck no, not again. Already? Okay, uh, and then they go check out the crash site of the, uh, the man from the heavens. And uh, is this where you were going to say that... Uh, Yor killed an entire village? No, it was no, it was the, the, the cave-in. Cave yeah, the, the cave-in earlier with the flood. Okay, well, this you may not too. have noticed because his radio wasn't on whenever he picked it up, and when he put it down, it was on. And immediately, at, well, you know, a couple later... He basically called in an airstrike to yeah, this fucking... Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> so he did. He destroyed this village a lot more than he did. The, the other one was actually threatening him, and he had written... Yeah, reason. as much as I want to blame this on Yor, this was like... This is an accident more so than anything. While, like, before, like, he blatantly, it was just like, man, if I knock out this dam, all these people will drown. Ah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, but this is. The bait, you know, sort of could be worse because they weren't threatening him. They're just innocent people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like. Just by being a negligent, moron, extremely negligent. I'll tell you what, though, this is yours world, though. <laughs> it's yours world. You're just living in it. <laughs> There's no way for him to know that he did this at this point. Like, later on, he should be like, oh, I accidentally killed those people. <laughs> I'm sure He's that way he too never, much of a meathead. He, he never, never thought about them again. Realization. No. Never again is he even going to think about those people that he one time saved and then immediately killed all the rest of, on like, totally on accident. So, so they strike out in this boat. Well, yeah, the next day, it's like, Hey, even though you got your, our bro village blown up, uh, why don't you take our boat and get the fuck out? <laughs> and by boat, this thing is just straw. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's very worse. Tightly wound though. 
It's it's worse than the shitty raft that they make earlier in the movie that's just logs tied together. It's not worse than that, but it looks like it would be worse faring on the sea. Like, this thing, it looks like if they just tipped over a straw hut and got in it. I mean, like, literal boat material can barely stand up to the sea. It's true. It just seems like, it just seems like as soon as a fucking wave touches this thing, it just disintegrates. Well, that is what happens, as you'll see. <laughs> They go towards the quote-unquote island that's always surrounded by a storm and immediately get fucking capsized. And then some of them swim to shore in one area, some in another. And Yor gets captured um, by the robots. Oh my god, dude. By the dog When he fucking put... Oh my god. There's a a great fucking scene where the robot, like, looks... Surprises him. And Yor turns around and sees the robot. And he, like, jumps, like, slightly... And then just uppercuts its head off. Yes. (laughs) It's like, that's his first fucking reaction. It's just, I don't know what this is, I'm gonna fucking uppercut its head off. I mean, flawless victory. (laughs) He doesn't have, like, a fight or flight response. He has a fight or fuck response. Yeah, basically. And he's like, I can't fuck this robot, uppercut. (laughs) But the fuck is the first response. Yes. Did you say say a fuck or fight? Yeah, fight or fuck. After that, the rest of the robots come and overcome him, and then they take him to... A room where he's scanned. A room where dogs are just barking continuously for all time. They, they stick him in a glass MRI. Yeah. Where uh, he's filled in on the backstory of the movie, where his parents were from this futuristic uh, colony, but they were exiled because they were enemies of the Overlord. The Overlord is Which just... you basically already knew if you, if you read the fucking title of the movie. <laughs> yeah. The, the Overlord is just shitty Darth Vader. I was thinking more of shitty emperor because the robots are Darth Vader. Yeah, there's like 50 little robot Darth Vader. They look like Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth (laughs) helmets is what they look like. (laughs) Yeah, the helmets are a little big. The Overlord looks like straight up 1989 The Undertaker. (laughs) Makeup and all. Yeah. Yeah. He's shorter. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Undertaker's like 6'10". (laughs) (laughs) So he is, you know, talking about how he's going to take over everything and... Somehow use a robot to glue two kinds of DNA together and make a super slave. Well, Doesn't make any fucking sense. But. So the inhabitants, he suspects them all of being traitors because they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to him anyway, you know, because he's a baddie. Yeah. And uh, his idea is, it's like, well, you know, I fucked up with this. It's like, and I also fucked up with the robots. I need to have... Mindless humans. New robots and <laughs> that humans can turn that off I can... if they get mad. Yeah, exactly. What about the part where Yor just walks away when he's monologuing? <laughs> yeah. It's so, so funny. Good. It's just like that, uh, just like Hellraiser the... Revelation, not Revelations, but the one in space. Yeah. He's like just like talking and talking and talking. He's like, wait a minute, shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Look, <laughs> Yor just turns around and leaves. <laughs> he just walks out the fucking door. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, these movies, if there was a... And it wasn't like a sneaky camera where it's like... No. He just like... He's like, well, well, bye. I'm going to go. I know that you don't really care, but see ya. It's so funny. I feel like more heroes should do that when villains are monologue. Oh, for sure. I say heroes. Yours not a hero, but, you know... Pag is the hero, for sure. Yeah. We'll get to his main heroics here. They wash up in a different part, and, uh... They were brought in uh, away from the robots by some uh, some of the rebels, and they get filled on in on the whole. The plot, rebel alliance will be where, crushed. Uh, they're they're 
The Rebels' plot is to make Yor their leader instantly. They know nothing about him. He's been raised <laughs> as a caveman. And he's he's literally raised now. in the wild by dinosaurs. I mean, he's not going to... I mean, once we get out of here, he's our leader, and we'll, we'll all be doomed, but... <laughs> it's like nepotism at its finest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, he is he is next in line to be leader, even though he's a fucking meathead. <laughs> Complete moron. <laughs> but general manager position. <laughs> I mean, isn't that who you want in the general manager position? Just some moron who's like, Make the pizzas faster! <laughs> I said faster! Do it faster! You're doing it slower! <laughs> God fucking damn it. Also, Yor is still a hero. He does save people. He just, the ratio of people he saves to people that he murders, like, by accident. <laughs> he plants the, it's like, part of their plan is to blow up, like, the, uh, the power source of this place with a, a time bomb. Yeah. Yor swings over there, not giving a second thought about it, and you see him let go of the rope, like, it's like, fuck it, I don't need it. And there's no path to this thing. <laughs> And I thought such they were, a fucking idiot. See, I thought they were just gonna do like continuity error, and then the thing will swing the thing back. Will, and the thing will just be right there. Yeah. Or I just thought it would be still swinging. No, and he'd they jump acknowledge. And grab it. They acknowledge that that was a dumb oh, plan. I didn't. I didn't hold on to the rope, and now it's gone. I lost <laughs> <laughs> Because he sets oh, no. the bomb, and it's like a. It feels like a full minute later when he realizes I can't get back. He's banged from the uh, Pag, movie. the fucking man. He does, like, he swings out regular, turns upside down, does full trapeze shit with holding your, swings him to safety, and then does, like, a little flip thing. And swings himself to safety. Yeah. Dude. And it's like, the whole time that's happening. Pag's the man. They bring back the yours world, he's the man yeah. song. But yeah. But Pag is the one being the man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yours just being lazy and stupid. Like, <laughs> it also would have been way funnier if Pag would have came in on that pterodactyl again. But like, <laughs> but like, use the dead pterodactyl's claws to clamp around his ankles, and then yeah. just hang from the glider, and then pick your. It glide would have to glide like twelve feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm being clear enough about earlier. So, Pag sees the, the 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 night creature. He says, "Oh, it's a night creature," and he gets out his bow and arrow like he does fifteen times in this movie. Instantly kills it, and they don't say shit about using the night creature as a hang glider or anything. No. It just goes straight from that to him just fucking balls to the wall hang gliding into this fucking base just like surrounded by blue cavemen and just like, yours the fucking man! And it's just <laughs> epic as fuck. Comes out of nowhere! <laughs> and then of course, again at the end with the, hang with the trapeze artist stuff when Pag should definitely have had the Pag's the man song. <laughs> Poor but, Pag. Yeah, he gets, he gets the short end of the stick for sure. He doesn't get the, the the respect he deserves. Why didn't he get the two women? I know. <laughs> yeah, or he could have just gotten one at least. It's not nope, his daughter. He's he married. just raised her. No, he's married. <laughs> he's he's married to his duty, Philip. That's true. Pag's just a doughy old man who's a real hero of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's just an old man with fucking straight up Hawkeye bow and arrow skills. <laughs> yeah. One arrow is all it took to take down the hang gliding uh, uh, fucking, you know, dinosaur flyer, whatever. Air, pterodactyl. Sorry. He's just the greatest. Pag is, Pag's world. Pag is the man. I guess we have to create a Pag song. I mean, it's pretty easy. Just Pag over top of the yore every time. Or we could uh, take one of the uh, Pac-Man songs and just change it to Pag-Man. There it is. 
Pag Man Fever. <laughs> I don't know. I like Philip's idea because, like, you know, anytime when it, when it plays the Your song, like, you know, it comes in with a fucking guitar song and it's like super high pitched. But like, instead of that, it's just songs that are going Pag, and then just it plays as normal. <laughs> and anytime, anytime it goes to like says Your again, the song goes Pag. <laughs> that was what I was envisioning originally. So yes, um, I don't know if I can necessarily recommend watching these. I mean, if you got nothing else to do, Conquest is on Tubi, so there you are. It's super foggy. It's not <laughs> Yours not for free, so I don't know what to tell you on that one. If you want to text one of us, we'll maybe send you the free email. Yeah, just, so, just so we haven't missed anything in your, they defeat the Overlord. Uh, he gets blown up because he uh, can't do it. Yeah, then they escape on a, like, a next wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they escape on a ship, and I, I can't remember the exact line it uses, but it's just the narrator is just like, uh, it's like, the people leave with Yor to better land, but will Yor be able to guide them away from, like, technology's bad? Or Find something. out in Yor 2. Yeah, and then it just ends, and it's just like, wow, okay. It's, I didn't like the episode, like an episode of something. I think it's more. Find out in your next. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Which is, of course, a total genre flip. It's a home invasion movie. <laughs> yeah, we actually podcasted that one first. Yeah, weirdly out of order. Okay, so I'll say. On the high side of slight rise for both of these. Or maybe a fair amount, you could probably argue. See, I'm going fair amount for both. I kind of prefer... Well, the one that suits my taste better is Conquest. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably Conquest. Conquest but has a lot more going on that's like... Yours clearly a better movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither... Both of them waste a lot of time doing random shit that didn't need to be in there. See, I don't feel like Conquest really wastes any time doing well, anything. Well, no. Hold on. So all the hundreds of people they encounter. Had had they cut the like the drowning scene to just like, hey, water's coming out. And he's Dolphin, up on the shore. Dolphin's cutting yeah. things and now he's on the shore. Yeah. We don't need to see him fully drowned. <laughs> and then to have the dolphins figure out what ropes are. Forever. It lasts yeah. fucking forever. The rest of it, I have no complaints about. I, I mean, think they were just so proud of all that dolphin footage they got. They were like, no we're fucking no, using No this. major complaints. Right. No, I mean, major complaints. Yeah. No, I don't have major complaints about really anything. It's just, they're weird. Hilarious. They're both fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I, I'm... Yeah. In their own way. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, like, 100% agree with D-Heart. Other than... Other than maybe your being a better movie, I I, I still give these both a fair amount. I prefer Conquest. Well, I mean, it's a better movie as in like, uh, you know, they got that your song. You can see everything really clearly. Yeah, I would I would probably <laughs> watch your again before I would watch Conquest again, but really that's only by a very tiny amount. I would I would probably watch both of these again. There's a fucking Blu-ray special edition of your. That's true. <laughs> and of course there but, is. But. <laughs> The counterbalance of this is, he's a fucking goon and I hate him. Well, yeah, but so... Still, this moves up like a full notch if it has the original title, Yours World. Because, yeah, it doesn't ruin it. That's a third, it's a third act reveal. You're not supposed to know that this future city exists. If you're, you just, see when it started, I expected him to be a little, like, future man. 
in a caveman time. Like, he has a ray gun. Everyone else is fighting dinosaurs. But it takes an hour to get there. <laughs> See, I, I didn't have that same reaction because I was, like, from when I was watching, it was just like, this movie's called Your Hunter from the Future. And then, like, it shows cavemen. I'm just like, huh, I bet this is a post-apocalyptic movie. It's not going to tell me yet. And then he shows up with a medallion. just like, yep, post-apocalyptic's not going to tell me yet. <laughs> and then, like, once it hits a third-way point, I'm just like, Yep, there it was. All right. <laughs> See, I got to go with, you know, just pure enjoyment. You know, what I enjoyed more. And I think Conquest is a slight rise for me. And I think your is just enough. Dude, the fucking your movie poster from Italy is even more telling you that there's aliens and spaceships. And then also there's a straight up Darth Vader mask right on the fucking poster. <laughs> oh my God. Of course there is. It's plainly trying to cash in on Star Wars. Like, no question. This movie poster is and fucking the blue, the rad. Blue cave, the blue caveman is much more of a wolfman. Of course like, yours wasn't want the shit. That. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Re- it's, see, and that's the thing. For most of these things we talk about having shitty movie posters, there's a good one of it. But Somewhere. Just, you, it's not the one everyone uses for some reason. Right. Or it's done by, like, a private artist. Yeah, like somebody that... A fan... Philip, which one did you like better? Age-old question of which one would I watch again? I thought you went with your. I went with your, but only barely. I was just enough for your and Slight Rise for Conquest. Just because Conquest just, it looked so shitty. That's And it was so chaotic that I was just kind of like, I'm I'm not not enjoying this. (laughs) Like, there were some things about it I did enjoy. There was just, overall, I thought your was just way more fun. Uh, that's fair. Alright, you guys ready to move on to feedback? Feedback? Alright, first one is from Eli. He says, I'm not sure where you guys keep finding these movies because I've never heard of half of them. However, as soon as I hear about them from you, I check them out and am mostly not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the mostly is a key word. Yeah, there. mostly. Well, we're, I mean, we're, we're going to be straight up with you. If they suck and we want... If, we, we if it them. sucks too bad, I don't bring it. We usually just, yeah, we usually just dump it. Unless they're just blind picks. Raiders of the Lost, Lost Shark was a blind pick. And then I watched it before anybody else is like, hey, we, we can't, can't do, do this, this one. It's there's, too there's shitty. Not there's not enough here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> shitty that it's basically, it's less than nothing. Because even the movies we say that are literally nothing are still more something than Raiders of the Lost Shark. Except for Star Wars Holiday Special. Well, yeah, I mean... Shark Exorcist <laughs> and Star Wars Holiday Special were nothing, but we were too. It was too late for those. Like we couldn't call those ones off. God, fucking holiday Christmas special. Fuck you. Well, at least uh, Eli is watching the movies. Hell yeah, thank you, Eli. The second one is from Will. He says, "I thought the same thing when watching Ouija. It's not even about the Ouija. Why call it Ouija if it's not about the Ouija?" <laughs> Yeah. Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Ouija. Ouija. I, I read it in that voice, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of some something like feedback. Somebody bought a Zegama Beach shirt in Europe. Hmm. I know that because the currency that was used was the euro. So whoever bought that shirt, come on. Yeah. Tell us, send us a picture. Like they just send us a picture of them burning it. <laughs> I fucking wow. hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's like, all right, I mean, oh. shit. Hey, you bought it for Well, then, I guess I guess any press is good press. Thanks for the $4. Also, this isn't feedback, but I thought it was super relevant and hilarious. My buddy Tyler, uh, he's one of my good friends here, came up to me at work yesterday, and he was just like, man, I really want some coffee and tacos. Fuck yes. <laughs> was he referencing the show? No, no, he wasn't at all. <laughs> He does listen every once in a while, but he had not, he'd never heard that episode. Fuck yes. We know. Coffee and tacos is where it's at, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, people are just fucking up. Taco Bell just starts serving coffee, keep you up 24 hours a day shitting your pants. <laughs> Seriously. Not even joking there. <laughs> and like uh, coffee is like a laxative, essentially. Basically. And it's it, you mix that with just meat that's barely meat. You got a recipe for just diarrhea.com. You know, like the almost like uh, like tech reveals where they'll have like they have a dude that's like well dressed, like he's talking like a calm voice. And it's just like here at Apple, we believe and like th- like that. It's just fucking talking here at Taco Bell. We just want you to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that is at the core of our values. All right, guys. Thanks for the feedback. Uh, if you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn. And on UnitedCypher.com, where you can find other podcasts that we have going on right now, like Music Video Countdown, which D-Hart is a host of, and the Curly Mustache Podcast, which I am a host of, and Cheats was on one of the recent episodes, so if you like hearing his delicious voice, you can go listen to him there. If you go to RadioactiveSuit.RedBubble.com, that's where all the designs are you can buy, so there it is. There's also a link on the website. Yep, and the link on the United Cypher website, so... Get on it. Somebody already bought a black Zegama Beach shirt. They're the first person to own this shirt. Yep, even if they're just going to burn it. No cheat said he was going to get one. (laughs) (laughs) And he never will. I bought bought stickers of them, but I still haven't even bought a shirt yet for myself. I'm quite proud of these designs. You should check them out. Also on the website, you can find older episodes of Talks Over Games, The Fallout Forecast, and Anime Alphabet. If you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown, and you can find us on Twitter at MPM Podcast. And lastly, check out some podcasts from friends of ours like Nerdonomy, uh, The Whiskey Reel, Sorry to Waste Your Time, and Code Yellow, A Scare Actors Podcast. With that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Roast Rosenberg. Phil the Phil's World Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Uh, you change it back to treats. Or streets, huh? Eh, uh, just doesn't does just roll off the tongue like it. It's true. And D Hart. <laughs> Finally. And we'll see you next time.